I'm Olivia, and you're listening to Lose My Number. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lose My Number. I'm Olivia, and joining me today is my friend Kyle. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about some bad first dates, our own, and also some that I found online. So uh, let's get started. How are you, Kyle? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, So is there anything that you want to throw out into the world as far as like bad first dates like have you been on a bad first date um probably just one that i can recall i went to uh what is it called a chili's with a girl Uh and um she was very obsessed about her ex-boyfriend just oh, talked about you- the whole time <laughs> and all the stuff that went wrong. And I was like, yeah, it's probably not appropriate when you're trying to meet somebody else. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I've, I've had that, too, actually, like the whole time he talked about his ex-girlfriend that he only dated for like a month. Yeah. And I just don't like I get if like it comes up in conversation like, oh, yeah, well, I just got out of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. That would be one thing. But it's like they were still obsessed with that person. Right. Would you say that's like a red flag? Yes. A major red flag. A major one. Huge if you can't red get flag. over it. So, do you have any like red flags where, like, if you notice that you're just like, I cannot see this person again? Um, this has to be it. They're not nothing major, but like, if you're mean, I feel like this is a pretty common one. So, if you're like mean to the waiter or waitress, like, just absolutely rude for no reason um because that means how how are you going to be towards other people and like somebody's right. family yeah, um, that's a good one being on your phone too much when you're on a date i get it you, if you need to check just in case you know something important's going on but if it's not important then yeah, just don't be present on the date yes exactly um other than that i don't think i can think of any crazy right now i'm sure i'll think of more here later So mine are a little unhinged and they probably won't make any sense. Okay. So first one is when his bitmoji on Snapchat looks too much like him. Oh no. I've never experienced that before. I don't know. I feel like it's creepy. Like just the amount of detail he went to put into it or just the fact that he looks so plain. Just a little. (laughs) And like, you know how, you know, they show at the bottom of the screen, like when you have the chat open and they're just lurking in the chat creeps me out. I hate it. Yes. When they're waiting for you to reply, they're watching you. But also adversely when they don't even have a bitmoji. So it can't be too detailed and it can't be not having not one at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. For me, that's a red flag. I don't know because I feel like I have bad experiences with people. Who have like who have two detailed bitmojis and who don't have one at all? Because like, do they think they're above it? Like, oh, I don't have a bitmoji because I'm better than you, and like, I don't spend that long on Snapchat. Like, nobody asked you. Or, or on the opposite side of that, if it's so detailed, is that like that? Is that their entire life? Like, everything has to go on social media all the time. Right. Kind of, yeah. Because I don't like to post all of my drama on Facebook or on social media in general. I hardly post anything on social media. <laughs> I, I share memes. So 
and it can be a lot. There's I know. Lot thank you. I appreciate it, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm a funny person. So, you know, everyone else can enjoy my sense of humor. I will concur with that for the time being. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I recently went on a first date that just didn't go that well. Um, I feel like at the start of the date, I knew I wasn't into it. Oh, really? You were just like immediately? Just immediately I knew. I was like, no, this is not it. Because like it it felt like you had no personality whatsoever. Oh, no. That's, and that's hard to get out of too. Right. Yeah. And um, okay. I know I told you about this because outside of this podcast, we are friends. Because he kept touching my leg. And yes. I made it very clear that I was not interested. So I had to text a friend to have them call me to fake an emergency. Because as a woman, I feel like it is not that easy to just walk away from a date. It's it's not because you I could see how you would feel obligated, you know, and you also for guys, it's not so much about the time it takes to go to a date because like me, I you know, I take a shower. Obviously, I want to smell good. So I put deodorant on and cologne if I have any of the time. And then I'm kind of pretty much ready to go. Like, I don't, you know, there's not a lot of effort that goes into that part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of effort normally on women's part with if they do makeup and stuff. And then it's just like you feel obligated to stick it out if you're there. I mean, it was a very casual date. So, like, I didn't try that hard for the date. But, like... I don't know. I feel like uh, as, as a woman, I'm going to say this a lot. Um, That's fair because I'm not a woman. There's kind of that fear that they're not going to take it so well if you're just like, hey, not really feeling it. I kind of want to leave. Oh, yeah. No, I I have heard horror stories about stuff like that. And I always feel terrible because but I do agree. Um, it is It is a big fear for most women, I feel like to you know because you don't know how people are going to act are they going to go crazy are they going to you know stalk you or whatever right Um, are they going to like literally hit you over the head with a tire iron yeah exactly and uh being stalked is not something that's fun i I have i have been stalked before but yeah stalking that might also be kind of a red flag like if she drives past your house every day that might be like a little bit of an issue yeah just a little bit Hey, I saw that you were home. Why aren't you answering me? Oh, God. Did that actually happen? Uh, it was when I was younger. It, it wasn't recently. Um, but yeah, I had a... I had a we were, oh God, I can't remember how old I was. It, I was younger. And this girl would just like leave stuff in, my, in or on my car. And I didn't leave my car unlocked. So I don't really know how they got in my car. Oh, um God. They would like one of those wires that you like shove down into the window and it would just like unlock the mechanisms. I did not. And I had what kind of car did I have at the time? I had a Nissan Altima, so I don't think it would have been that easy um, to get into it. So I'm wondering. Just I don't know. Yeah, I just wonder how sometimes I, I never figured I figured out who I eventually figured out who it was. Um, but I don't, I know somebody had to have helped them to get into my car, basically. So I think somebody that I was working with because I'd leave my keys in my locker. I think somebody that I was working with was letting them into my car. That is not cool. (laughs) It wasn't. I was, 
I never figured out who was helping the person, but it was um, it was not a fun experience. It was just. I bet. It was very awkward. Like, I mean, you can imagine somebody, you know, following you around all the time. I'd see them in town all the time because they obviously they were following me. So I would see them all the time in town and just run into them and be like, this is weird. Like, just knock it off. Just go away. <laughs> exactly. Just and I never even went on a date with this person. I barely knew this person. Okay, so they just, like, found you one day and just started following you around? Well, we all went to, well, obviously, it's a small town, so we all went to school together, and this person knew of me, and I knew of this person, but I had maybe only talked to this person a few times um, in school and, therefore, outside of school as well. Oh, but they were, um, like, in love? Is that why? <laughs> I don't know. I never asked. Um, I, I just had to, I did end up having to be like, hey, uh, if you don't leave me alone, the police are going to come and talk to you. Like, this is not okay. I'm not okay with this. It's like, I'm not into you like that. But yeah, it was, it was an experience to say the least, but right. I never have to fear for myself. You know what I mean? It was, I wasn't worried that I was going to get hit, you know, hit over the head. Right. <laughs> I have actually had a stalker before kind of, it was an ex-boyfriend of mine and he was older I was 17 at the time that I dated him and he was 21, which like seeing that now, I realized that like I should not have been going around with a 21 year old at 17. That's a little but, like, weird. You know, I was 17. I didn't know any better. And yep. after we broke up, he would drive past my house, but he had no reason to drive past my house because he lived in another town. Oh, oh, so, so he was really making his way out of the way, huh? Oh, yeah. No, that's not. That's not Okay. <laughs> So another red flag for me is when guys over explain their jokes like you don't understand them. You know what um, I mean? I, I might be that like, person. They'll, <laughs> they'll, like, you, you've never done it to me, I don't think. But like they'll tell a joke or make a reference and then they'll be like, oh, by the way, that was a John Mellencamp reference. And I'm just like, yeah, I got it. Thanks. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't do that. Because if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. You know what I mean? Unless you ask, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Just like they assume that because I'm a certain type of woman that I don't know about any of that. Yeah, exactly. Hurts my feelings a little, actually. Because like, just because I like to wear makeup and like, I like to dress nice, like doesn't like, I don't know about, like, rock and roll or, like, cars. I don't know about cars, but, like, I could know about cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't assume just because that type of thing. Right. So, I have this article open on BuzzFeed. So, you know, there's the credentials for this. Um, to tell. Okay. So, I'm going to read a few of these, and I'm going to let you react to them in real time. Because yeah. I've already read these. So, this one says... I went to meet a guy for the first time at his house and there was a pile of toenail clippings on his coffee table. And oh. it wasn't one recent clipping. It was like many clippings. Oh, my. So what would you do if you walked into someone's house and like you just, you saw that? Would you say, would you say anything? I would ask would if they have a roommate. If they don't have a roommate, I'd be like, All right, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> I, think right. I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna head out. Right? Like you may not be the one. Yeah. 
Because I understand there are some messes sometimes. You know, not everything's not everything can be perfect all the time. But audio clippings. And what did you say they were on? What are they, were they sitting on a desk or like the a coffee table? Oh, that's no. They here. Oh no. Okay, that's so, so gross. So here's another one that I just read and it kind of made me laugh. Okay, it says um, she brought her pet rat with her. She kept it hanging out of her bra and she fed it french fries. I, I don't so know how do you, I feel about this. I what still, do you think about pets on dates? Like, would you like bring a dog? Would you, would you bring your cat on a date? Yes, I feel like that's different than a rat. I don't. I think that would be on a case-by-case basis. I feel like I don't know. Maybe if the cat's name or the rat's name is Lenny and it's cute, maybe. But I feel like that would be just a weird thing to bring over without right. saying anything first. Because I like to right. take my cat somewhere and be like, "Oh yeah, hey, by the way, I brought my cat." Like that seems just. That's really funny. Just the the rat hanging out eating French fries. I can't say nothing because my cat tries to eat my French fries all the time. He loves them, so there's no shame on that part. You're spoiling your animal. But it's speaking of my cat, he just jumped on my desk. Um, welcome to the podcast, PK. Yeah, exactly. He's a uh, of the podcast, PK. He's been um, he's on a weight loss thing right now. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Okay, so here's another one. Went to pick up my blind date. She opened the door, looked at me, and said... Wait, wait, wait. First of all, you made a mistake. Blind dates, never a good idea. Never a good idea to go on blind dates. And here's why. You never know what to expect. It could be the best person you've ever seen in your life, or it could be, you know, a 60-year-old man. That doesn't sound like a good time. So she opened the door, looked at me, and said, Ew. Ew. <laughs> I mean, good for her for being straightforward, but also rude. Maybe not the way to be straightforward, be like, Oh, um, can we cancel? Or something. I don't know. I don't know what you would do in that situation if you'd be like, Hey, I'm just not interested or something. I don't know. Right. That's tough. That's a tough one. Although I wouldn't want to be the person on the other side of that being called you. Yeah, that's it's it might be too straightforward. Like, you know, maybe don't do that, but like maybe say like, hey, not really feeling it. Yeah, exactly. Something a little better. Com- communication is key. Okay, so since we got onto blind dates, I have to tell you the story about another one. Oh. I went on a date with a guy, this is from the article, who would call his mom every time he found out we had something in common. Every single time? Every single time. Listen, this goes back to the whole thing about being on your phone, first of all. Second of all, (laughs) I love my mom, and I've always been considered a mama's boy. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't really know. It depends. I would would call my mom after the date, maybe, and be like, oh, yeah, I had a really good time. But I would not be like, hey, mom, guess what? Me and this person have this in common. Because that just seems kind of weird. Like, you don't know how to react to things or, 
Yeah. Like, hey, mom, well, maybe? we both had a blue Furby growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the blue Furby mom? <laughs> it just seems kind of rude to be on the phone. Right. Yeah. So going on to mama's boys, that might also be a red flag for me. Yeah, but like fair. within reason, because there's a difference between loving your mom and being in love with your mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that woman is like your world, your life. If she don't like you, then forget about it. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't say that, that that's how I am because my mom did not like my ex fiance and I still was with her. So, I mean, I guess I'm not, I'm not to that extreme, I guess. So that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> so I know that you have Tinder and I yes. also have Tinder. Have you been on a Tinder date? No, I have not. Really? Yeah, nobody likes me. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't had any likes on there, I don't think, except for one. Really? Yes, really. So, I might be the outlier here because I have over 1,200 likes. Mm. And I, I have only actually mapped with 165 of them. But mm-hmm. I'm still only talking to like two. That's 165 on me. Because of my very specific red flags. Like um, I matched with a guy who lives in Louisville. So like maybe the distance maybe isn't the best thing anyway. Because it's probably never going to happen. But he would change out words that start with F with PH. Because his name started with a PH. Oh no. Every time. You're just trying to be funny or cool or what? I, I think it was just his his brand, his thing. Yeah, that's not a, that's that seems like too much. And I don't know that I would be too bad. Honestly, it would be because what um, I don't really know that I want to say how far we are. We're not that horrible. Um to where that I think that would be a problem, honestly. Uh, but that brings up a question to me. How far are you willing to go to date somebody? Like, how far are you willing to travel? Probably no more than, like, an hour. Because I feel like that's overkill at that point. I would probably agree with you. I think an hour would be a good... Unless they were, like, a little further away and they were willing to meet halfway. It'll take time going back and forth. Because, I don't know, I I don't like driving on the interstate. So, like, if I have to get on the interstate, forget about it. It's not happening. See, I don't care. I, the interstate don't bother me any, so that the wouldn't... interstate bothers me. <laughs> that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. I'm okay with it. Yeah, the interstate's a deal breaker for me. It's gotta be. <laughs> so, here's another one that I just that I just came across. I went on a first date with a guy to a pool hall. He left in the middle of the date because he was mad that I wasn't good enough at playing pool. Could you imagine? I am so bad at so many things. I would get walked out on constantly. Is he looking for a date or for uh, someone for a a competition? Exactly. You know, it's like I think you're. I think you're looking for the wrong thing. Just because they're bad at pool doesn't mean they wouldn't be a good partner. They're just bad at pool. Maybe teach them. 
I mean, I don't yeah, know. like that could be something that you bond over. Yeah. But instead, he's just like, oh no, she's not worth it. Oh, screw this. This woman can't play pool. That's kind of nuts. <laughs> that would be me, though. I can't play pool. I would get walked out on. I mean, I'm not very good at it, but I'm off. I don't know. That'd be like me. That my equivalent to that would be like cornhole. <laughs> oh, like you would walk out on someone who's bad at cornhole? Uh, no, I wouldn't, but that would be the way I'd relate to like that, that would be like kind of like your equal ground with that. Yeah, because I'm not a big cool person, but I'm not good at cornhole either, so I would probably be the one that would be locked out on, because there are lots of women that are good at cornhole, way better than I am. I get my butt kicked all the time. I am not one of them. My family makes fun of me all the time. Because they'll have, they'll have cornhole tournaments, like, at all the family barbecues, and they used to play it in the front yard between the trees, but I kept throwing the beanbags up into the trees. Oh. So then they moved it into the backyard, and then they're like, don't worry, there's no trees. I can't get them stuck now. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's okay, because I'm not playing. <laughs> there. So um, you mentioned an ex-fiance, and I I mentioned an ex-boyfriend. So I found some breakup stories that are just insane. Oh, good. So short and sweet, I called her cat the wrong name. I have so, the wrong name. Let's say you're dating someone like six months, you finally have them over at your house and they meet your cat. And you know, I've mentioned your cat's name is PK. Yes. What would you do if they called him like AJ? I'd be like, you're close. Like that's <laughs> you're you're on the right track. It is two letters. You are almost correct. You were really close. Um, especially because my cat's name is kind of a weird name. So I feel like it'd be Hard to remember anyways. I can't imagine getting mad at somebody for that. Right. I that, mean, my cats have pretty easy names. That I is have true. Three, and um, we have our second friend of the podcast on my desk. We have Zeus. Oh, Zeus is so cute. He is so cute. But he is a pain in the ass. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Like He <laughs> just has to be all over me all the time. But when yeah. I pet him, he bites me. Uh, I don't understand what he wants. He wants more attention, maybe? I don't know. See, PK doesn't bite a whole lot. Um, unless he really wants your attention. So, but he was always up my butt all the time. <laughs> so, here's another one. Um, my girlfriend dumped me because I made her smile too much. She had braces and it cut up the inside of her mouth. So I have a similar story that I have had a girlfriend that has broken up with me because they have told me I'm too nice or uh, I'm I make them feel good too much. I don't understand that. So what does that mean? I don't know. They're like, oh, you're just too nice and too sweet, and I'm like, thanks. Like I don't really know. I feel like I feel like that says more about them than it does you, though. Yeah, maybe it's just weird because it's I I've had that a couple different times. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get. I will never understand that the being too nice thing. Yeah. Because obviously, if you're making like in that person's case, she he's making her smile and laugh all the time. I feel like that means he's probably a nice person. So, like the thing with me is, I have severe commitment issues. 
So if I'm talking to a guy that I just met on Tinder and I'm waking up to good morning, beautiful texts, I want a ghost because I want to get out of there. Like I want someone nice, but I feel like that is too much too fast. Well, that's more of a a moving too fast thing than a commitment thing. I don't think that's a commitment issue. I think that's, hey, let's slow down a bit. That type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. That's not what he's trying to move too fast. Yeah. Like, be respectful, but like, we're not dating. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, that sounds like something you would say to somebody that you're actually dating, not just somebody that you're um, trying to talk to, that type of thing. Right. So, do you have any more red flags? Because I know that you're probably thinking, like, what really just scares me off? Um, this is going to sound weird coming from a guy, but uh, when somebody... I don't know how PG we want to keep this. Basically, when somebody tries to take you home. Okay, so like first date and they're already just like, all right, yeah. let's go back to my place. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. I That's probably really weird coming from a guy. I feel like most guys are not like that. But for me, I'm just like, yeah, that's not it. Let's We're not going to do that today. So it was nice seeing like you. Here too much too fast kind of deal oh yeah definitely i i am not about that we are not there yet nope i hey i would like to get to know you first maybe maybe see your pets you know (laughs) (laughs) like maybe not meet your mom but like yeah exactly let's let's get a little something going on before all that i mean i feel like i'm kind of the same way because I don't know about anyone else out there, but I am a lady. So I want to be treated with respect. So, you know, like it wouldn't bother me so much if he had asked. Because like as long as he could take a no as an answer, I don't care. There probably could be a second date. Uh, see, for me, no, there would be no second date problem. So- <laughs> <laughs> because, because to me, if you're trying to move that fast with me, somebody that you don't know, what does that mean if you're like what like if it's a, for example if it's a tender date so we go on a date you ask me to come home with you but we don't keep seeing each other does that mean we're doing that with every single tender date you're going with i mean we're we're kind of treading a certain ground here that i don't really want to cross <laughs> that's fair because <laughs> like you know if someone if someone wants to have casual sex, that's like you know that's cool. That's your thing. You do that. Yeah, that's just not my. It's just not my thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'd probably not. Right. So like that would just like oh maybe I'm not the kind of person you're looking for. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe this is not right. That makes sense because like you know people you know feel liberated. Do what you do. That's your thing. Just don't expect me to change. Yeah, I, I'm not going to my, push my beliefs or whatever on you. Don't do it to me type thing. Right, yeah. So, how old were you when you had your first kiss? Um, I was... High school point? Yes. I think I was... I was 15. 
Every time I ask someone that, I feel really bad about mine. Because <laughs> I was 11. I mean, that's not terrible, though. But, I, mean, I mean, I feel like that's when most people have their first kisses. No offense. Yeah. Well, no. See, you're going to find out some weird things about me. I am not a normal person. I didn't have sex until I was almost 21 because I did not want to. I mean, that's fair, honestly. Because, I mean, I waited till I was married. I am no longer married. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, so like, not that it's a bad thing, you know. I, I, it just wasn't. It wasn't something I wanted to do at the time. A, um, but I. It just wasn't at the forefront of your thoughts. Yeah, it school wasn't that makes either. Sense. School wasn't either, but it was. It didn't matter that type of thing, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say now saying that it's not that I'm not an affectionate person. I I feel like I can sometimes be maybe a little too affectionate. I try to do my best to fix that kind of stuff, but I don't want to move that fast. So I guess it doesn't really, you know, bother me if it's not the case, I guess. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't, once again wait till I was married again because I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of why I did it in the first place which wasn't really for me kind of for um the way that I was raised didn't want to disappoint my mother (laughs) I mean yeah that's that's fair I just never did it I didn't do it for any other reason really than just myself because my parents were pretty easygoing they were like listen really want you to but we know you're probably going to so if you do just be safe that type of stuff my parents were pretty easygoing in that respect Um, my parents were like just don't do it yeah see i think that makes i think so in your case that's very rare i feel like because most people i know when their parents are like no don't do it then then they go and do it (laughs) see i mean it's not that i like never wanted to it was I was scared. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, that's fair. My parents, my parents made it out to be like the first time I would get gonorrhea. I would get pregnant. I would get chlamydia. And I was just like, okay, fine. Then I'll just wait till I'm married. <laughs> yeah, that seems a little extreme. I mean, yeah, those are all risks that you take. But I have feel you, like have that's... Have you seen the movie Mean Girls? It's been a long time. So like that one scene where he's talking to all the girls in like the health class and he says, don't have sex or you'll get pregnant and die. Okay. Yeah. That that was how I was raised. Oh, oh. <laughs> get and pregnant I, and die. yeah, you'll get pregnant and die. Now everybody takes some rubber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That movie is a masterpiece. I'm just saying. Uh, it's pretty funny. I probably need to rewatch it again. Like I said, it's been years since I watched it. You absolutely should. We should do another episode where we have watched Mean Girls and we are going to do a full breakdown of it on the podcast. Okay. That so sounds good. You're already getting an invite to be a guest once again. So congratulations. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. I mean, we are friends. So, you know. I mean, I hope. <laughs> so. So. Do you have another? Do you have any more stories? I'm kind of liking these stories. They're cracking me up, honestly. <laughs> okay. He thought I asked him to choose between me and his parents. Oh. Oh, this one hits home a little too hard. Um. 
that can be interpreted in a lot of ways. Because she, it's a woman saying this, right? Yes. Okay, so she is implying that she didn't say that. But what was the actual, what was, what did she say to elicit that idea in his head? Because I feel like that's not just something that pops into your head. So this one actually does have a backstory on it. It says, I was dating a guy whose parents didn't like me. It was a long distance relationship. So we mostly chatted online and had occasional phone calls. One time we were talking and I said, you shouldn't have to choose between me and your parents. The conversation continued and we decided to break up, but have stayed friends. Something like 10 years later, we were talking online when the subject of our breakup came up. It turned out that he thought I had said, you should have to choose between me and your parents. Oh, so it's like a communication error. Especially if it's online, that's probably easy to misunderstand. Right. It's, it's very hard to convey things over text, I feel. Yeah. Which is why I hate messaging guys from Tinder. Because for me, at least with my anxiety, if their tone changes, I'm just like, oh my god, he hates me. So I then mean, I, I, it's, <laughs> I'm just like, should I even ask him out? Does this make sense? Like, It's hard to say whether they would hate you or not. Because like you said, it's so hard to convey information over text. That's why uh, I feel like I'm a dying breed. I like talking to people on the phone. Or in person. I feel like it's a lot easier on the phone or in person because you can hear the tone of their voice. Yeah, you can tell how they're actually feeling or they can explain it better. That's just me, though, personally. Yeah, I but I can see how that was misconstrued. Here's a really good one. She thought I tried to kill her horse with voodoo because I was jealous of it. Oh. <laughs> jealous of a horse? So here's the backstory on that. What had actually happened was that someone put the horse in the stable with its harness on. The harness got caught. The horse panicked and fell and damaged its neck. Oh, that's so, so sad. I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> but I don't know how the voodoo comes into play. Like, I don't either. Is this, is this person like really into like witchcraft? Is that like a... It, is that a thing? And like the horse girl or whoever it was? Yeah, the horse girl just assumed that's what had happened that must have been that must have been what it was or something i don't know that just seems real odd to say the least that you would be jealous of a horse i don't think right. i could be jealous of an animal me either because like animals are they're animals like they're not going to provide what you need from a human all the time no so like that's like why I am not going to be a full-blown cat lady. I mean, you're getting kind of close. <laughs> I know I'm getting kind of close. just tried to pick up cats the other day. I... <laughs> I'm, I'm aware that I tried to pick up two cats, and I have, like, one that is getting ready to come live with me. And I did get an offer from someone for a cat that they found, but I turned it down because I said, listen, I cannot take that cat. I have three. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It was very hard for me to say no because it was guarantee cute. It. I mean, I get it. It's hard to say no to animals. My uh, my buddy just had his dog just had puppies and he really wants to give me one and I'm like, I really can't take it, man. I already have one cat. My house isn't huge. I have no fence in my yard yet. I have to put it up. I can't take a talk. 
Oh, I just thought of another red flag. Oh. And you're going to love this one. So another red flag for me is when he talks down on me because I'm into astrology. (laughs) So, a.k.a. our buddy Jacob. Literally. (laughs) Friend of the podcast, Jacob. So mean to me all the time. I know. He constantly tells me about it and constantly dogs on you. He roasts me all the time, and it hurts sometimes. <laughs> he, yeah. called me, he called me an emotional train wreck, and I said, dude, I am not an emotional train wreck. My sign says so. Literally, I am, like, the most put-together sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see, a, ca- I'm I, a Capricorn. I I don't believe in that stuff, but I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, this person might be a little crazy. Like, everybody has their own thing, and if that's what you choose to believe in. So, you're a Libra. Yeah, so- I, you told me that. I, I, don't, I don't remember. So, do you think you have any traits that line up with being a Libra? Um, I'm going to say that I don't know or remember because I don't, <laughs> I don't follow it, and I only remember what you told me about it, sort of. That was about okay. it. That's the only reason so, I sign I am at all. For me, at least, this is how I always interpret Libras. Because people always say Libras are the most balanced, but I think that is bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I that feel I like agree. Libras try to be balanced, doesn't always work out. I mean, I probably agree with that. So um, I cannot keep a work-life balance to save my life. <laughs> well, I mean, you're working two jobs right now, aren't you? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, so you, you figured out the work, but you haven't figured out the life. Yeah, it's a it's a struggle. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I can just stick to the one job because I. Although that I am a workaholic and I want to be at work all the time and I love my job because I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> <laughs> I have to have my me time because I am such an introvert. I wouldn't know that about you. I would have not have known that. I don't really. Think, well, maybe that's just because we're friends, but I don't feel like you're an introvert. So I can, I have extrovert tendencies, but. <laughs> It's like my social battery gets so drained. Oh, okay. That would make sense. I could probably see that. Like you get tired of being somewhere. Right. Because I mean, I was, I was supposed to go hang out with somebody the other night, but like I had spent the whole day around people. So I was just like, I have to cancel because I am exhausted. See, I don't have that problem. I love to be around people. (laughs) I will. That's really funny because a main trait of being a Libra is being an extrovert. No, I mean, you got me there. I got you there. I I don't have very much social anxiety. I can pretty much damn near talk to anybody that I meet and find... I I don't have that. I was an outcast. Oh, no. Well, I was too... Well, I don't know that I'd go that far. I just talked to everybody. Like, when we were in high school, I would... I would talk to anybody and everybody that would talk. If I, I, I had friends of all sorts of different groups and everything else, and I had friends that 
I I know one guy that was in choir uh, with me. His name was Brady, and he was an introvert so bad. But I, I finally befriended him. I kind of forced him into it. He didn't really have a choice. I kind of just let him into the talk. So we became friends, me, him, and uh, my buddy Ethan, which I still talk to all the time. Um, but we kind of just forced him to talk to us, and I would just hang out with him all the time, That just that kind of stuff. So that was never a problem for me. I remember Brady because, like, I used to sit at his table for, like, at lunch because I was friends with all, like, all of those people that he would hang out with. Yep. Like, when he was around people, mm-hmm. those it were was... my people because they weren't so out there. And they were all kind of introverts. So I'm just like, this is where I belong. Yeah, that, that definitely puts him the most. Um, which is funny because they always say that uh, an extrovert always needs an introvert friend. Exactly. So since we talked about breakups and like, you know, the first dates, I found some um, funny and petty things people have done after a breakup. Oh, listen here. I used to be with the queen of petty, so maybe none of these will shock me at all. Okay. You want to bet? Yeah, I would damn near bet, to be honest. 50 bucks. Okay, here we go. I sewed raw tuna into the bottom of his curtains. That's pretty smart. I don't think I've done anything. Not that you should do this. Please never. Don't, don't be petty people. Don't be mean. But that's, that's pretty ingenious. That, that is pretty, pretty smart. I love pettiness for the fact that it is so smart. People come up with. So my ex, we had a house together and like I still live in the house. And we had this lawnmower that we had just bought in the spring. It was a zero-turn lawnmower. meant the world to him. But, like, he doesn't have a house right now. He's staying with friends. And he kept telling me that I needed to pay him half for the lawnmower so that I could keep it. So eventually I just said, no, you can take it and figure out where you're going to put it because it's not going to be here. So basically I gave up a lawnmower for my one acre of property to someone who lives in a bedroom. That's kind of, that's pretty funny. But yeah, I was why, just like, why did it matter so much about the lawn lawnmower? I don't I get have it. No idea. I feel like it was just like a last ditch effort to like try to salvage something. Yeah, maybe. I see. I got lucky in that respect as much as my ex fiance still bothers me to this day. She was just texting me today, but that's a story for another time. Uh. She didn't really like trying to be petty about the stuff we had and splitting it up. I actually had more of a problem with trying to get her to take shit. Like, she didn't want to take hardly anything. I was like, no, take this. Is your stuff? Get it out of my house. I don't want it here. I don't need you coming back 20 times. Right. (laughs) Oh, I found some red flags that like didn't even click with me. Oh. Okay, so here's here's a good one, I think. 
not believing the earth is round. Yeah, that'd probably be a good thing. I wouldn't listen, know how to talk to that person. <laughs> uh, there's no way you can. There's no convincing. Because if they're so set into thinking that the earth is flat, that, that probably means that they're not willing to see eye to eye on other things. Right. And listen, everybody can have their own opinions and beliefs, but there are there's scientific proof that you <laughs> right like there are pictures like from space the earth is round all the other planets are round well not only that but there was I a documentary there was a flat earth documentary and they went to go test to show that the earth was flat when they did the test it was the earth was round it wasn't flat because it, their test didn't work their test was supposed to prove that it was flat and it wasn't i remember i used to work with this guy and we were all on break in the break room and there was like an ad for um that um seth mcfarland show where it was like set in space yes and someone goes oh i hate these shows about space and he chimes in and says well space is fake anyway like first Hold of up. all, oh, <laughs> what do you think is beyond this? What? Well, space is fake. Like, are, we, are we living in a simulation? Probably, because sometimes things happen, and I'm just like, is this a simulation? Because there is no way this is real. Listen, if this is a simulation, I want I my game of The Sims is not going very well. Like, honestly, just, like, start the game over. Yeah, exactly. Just hard reset. Just completely. Just, make like, me, delete all the save files. Make me about just, three inches taller. I mean, <laughs> make me look better. I mean, something. Come on, give me something here. Give me green eyes. Like, what the hell? My sister got green eyes, and I got stuck with brown. Oh, see, I won't complain about my eyes. I like my eyes. I have hazel eyes, so I'm not complaining about that. Although well, my older sister has eyes, blue. You don't, have brain, you don't have brown eyes. My eyes are so brown you and just, green. I don't know what it's like. I got the best of both worlds. My eyes are brown and green. So, like, the thing about people with brown eyes is that we can handle being in the sun. Oh, no, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me at all. I'm a night person through and through. I like the, I like the dark. I mean, I am also a night person, kind of, but I have a tendency to be a morning person, but I, only occasionally. Uh, no, I feel like that makes sense, because you'll be like, hey, I need to go to bed, and I'll be like, well, why don't you? And you're like, well, I don't know why. <laughs> See, sometimes I like to watch the sun come up. Mm, no, that's not why. for me. I'm like a vampire. I want it to stay away. I'm good. I also like the cold, so I mean, if that tells you anything about me. I also like the cold. I don't like heat at all. I know you don't either. It's the worst. See, like, my thing about heat is this: it's too humid in the state. Yeah, that's true. It's not really... Uh, it, I think it would be okay if it was, like, a drier heat. I think then the days it's not humid, it's actually tolerable. But it's always humid here. Always. Yeah, if it's, it's, if it's, it's warm, it's humid. It's just bad. And plus, I get bitten by mosquitoes all the time in the summer, and I'm allergic to mosquito bites. Oh, that is unfortunate. I never get bit by mosquitoes, hardly ever. They say it's uh, 
they say that part of the reason is because of whatever blood type you are. Now, I don't know what my blood type is, but <laughs> my mom never get gets bit by mosquitoes either, but my dad and my brother get ate up all the time. Yeah, I have no idea what mine is. I'm sure someone told me, but I really don't. I don't remember if they did. I know I was um, outside putting up my fall decorations because I'm so excited for fall. And I came inside and I am covered in bites and I don't know what it's from because I'm pretty sure the mosquitoes are gone. Yeah, I don't don't know if they're gone yet. I mean, maybe not fully gone. But I thought I got bitten by a spider, and I started freaking out for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're really not a fan of bugs. I hate bugs. I mean, I, I don't, don't like necessarily them. like them, that but one I... spider is still living in my window. I bought the spider spray. I knew it. I'm, somebody's going to have to come over there, and we're going to have to do it for you, aren't we? We're going to have to come get this spider. Yeah. Just get it out of my window, because it has already shed twice. Oh. That so sounds... it's just getting bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh. I hate it so much. It's so going to cover life. the whole window. You're not even going to be able to see out of it. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Oh, my God. That makes so don't know how it's living in there. I don't know how it's living in there. It's stuck in between the screen, right? I'm pretty sure it has a way to get in and out, but it hasn't figured out how to get into the house. Well, I hope not. If your window's sealed right, it shouldn't be able to. Yeah, it if shouldn't. it ever gets in the house, oh god, we'll burn the place down. Yeah, I'll just I'll move. I don't care. I'll be I'll call up my ex husband and be like, hey, do you want the house? Yeah, you can buy it from me for the regular price and <laughs> get me out. Just like you don't even have to add like the equity. Just take it. Like honestly, <laughs> just just get me out of here. Like I don't want to live here anymore. I mean, that's, I wouldn't go that far. I don't like spiders at all, but that's, you're really afraid of critters. I don't understand it. It's so funny. So my thing about bugs is like, I don't like their legs. Like it's, it's fully the legs for me. And that spider also has some giant just pincers. It's terrifying. I mean, the legs don't bother me. I t- literally bugs to me they're just bugs and I just don't want them in my house because it seems just kind of gross but like if they're outside I don't typically mess with it you know what I mean right that makes like I won't kill a spider or a bug like in general like I don't like killing anything really because like it just it feels mean like I don't want to be mean to it I just want it to go away but like um I just don't want it near me. You need and especially put, if it's outside. So, you need to put repellent in your house and around. See, I did in the front and it has kind of helped because there is one night that I came home from work and I go to put my key in the deadbolt. But as I'm putting it there, I noticed that there was a giant spider sitting right over the keyhole. I remember having this conversation. I about died did i tell you the story already i think you yeah i remember that conversation because you were like i don't know how i'm gonna get in the house no no because i was on the phone with you and it was on the door yeah that's what it was yes that was, yes, a, yes. That was a different day oh well so you, two different occasions huh yeah two different run-ins with a giant spider on my door 
Like, I just, I, I don't like them. I don't want to be near them. They make my skin crawl. They give me goosebumps. I don't like it. Very understandable. It's like one of the only things that like makes my skin crawl like that is spiders. Also mice. I don't like mice or rats. Like if you had to like make me pick between like living in a house full of spiders and a house that's like that has rats or mice, I'll just live in my car. It's not going to take any of it. Yeah, I, I'll just... I'll probably, I don't want more rat stuff in my house either, but um, rats and mice don't really bother me. Obviously, if they're in the house, uh, they bother me. But like if they're outside, um, you definitely, I'm not a city person, but you definitely would hate New York. Yeah, I sure would. Because like as big as small dogs there. Yeah, I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like there isn't a good middle because either you live in the country and you have spiders and field mice, or you live in a city and you have rats. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I'll just I'll I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I don't know just... where I want to live. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Like somewhere that's like sunny. With the occasional rainy day, because I like taking naps when it rains, 75 degrees, maybe 70, at the lowest 65, all year round. The lowest? What do you mean? What do you mean? It, it, I, I speak, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it cold. Like, I like hoodies and coats and everything else. It, my house is set at 68 degrees. Yeah, because you're a corpse. My... AC is currently set at 72. That's way too hot. No, no stop. It, it's perfect. This no. is perfect. You're not going to convince me. I like, the, I like my cold, cold house. It's comforting. So my house cannot be the same temperature as the outside. It has to be different. No, I mean, I, I, mean, I would agree with that. That's why I keep my house so cold. I don't like it. I don't like because what it's been like. My eighties, low nineties. Yeah, it's right. been in the high eighties, low nineties for a minute, and I have not enjoyed a single second of it. Not at all, and especially because my car um, automatic start isn't working right now, so it's been a real hassle for me. I'm kind of scared. I rarely ever use my automatic start. I did for a minute, but then like I, I just kind of started forgetting that I had it. I'm telling you, crank your air conditioning up, turn off your car, and then when you go to get, you know, when you before you leave, you use automatic start, and that it will make your, it'll, it makes it so much better. I know that I'll definitely need to do it in the winter and like turn up my heat before I shut off my car. Yeah, and, that's fair. Um, I am not going to say make the same mistakes that my ex-husband did last winter and park the car right up next to the garage because we have a long driveway, or I should say I have a long driveway, and it got stuck in the snow. Oh. And, like, it's an SUV. If you get it stuck in the snow, it's not going anywhere. No, you're probably not getting that out. Yeah. <laughs> we had to have some guy with a Jeep come pull it out. That's nuts. So I'm probably going to brave the cold and park it at the end of the driveway and know. also shovel around it. That can be a good idea. Or even if you just back it away. So this might help too. Just, you don't even have to take it all the way to the end of the driveway. Just 
um, keep it a little way, a little bit away from the house, and just struggle around there, and that should honestly help you because the main problem there could have been that you know there's so much snow gathered around your house and falling from the top of your house and obviously the top of your car, so it can it can really pack it in there. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I have a long driveway and it's gravel, so I'm probably not going to shovel it if we're being honest. <laughs> that's fair. You can always get a snow plow or salt it. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I don't even mow my own lawn. You have somebody do it for you? Yes. I paid a neighborhood kid 20 bucks to mow my yard. I wish I had a neighborhood kid to mow my yard. Like, his parents, like, offered, and I was like, sure i don't want to mow it yeah and like yeah he had to call me miss olivia and like it it was nice having someone who just mowed my yard for me yeah like, i would definitely pay you know a hundred dollars every month to get my lawn mowed every week every week i wouldn't mow my lawn once a week that seems like overkill no see i the grass, i can't stand it the grass at my house is I don't remember what the name of it's called, but basically it just grows really, really fast. Like I'll pet it, and three days later it'll be tall again. Oh my god! Uh, it's awful. So um, I have to cut it constantly. If I don't, it well, my yard right now doesn't look very good because I've been working all week, and then it's rained the past couple of days, so it's awful. But I mean, if I had it my way, like if I had the money to do this, I would just get rid of all the grass. What are you going to put there? Pebbles. Oh, what's sand? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, put, like, sand and plants and just have pebbles instead of grass. Then it doesn't have to get mowed. Where's your dog going to go? That's a really good point, actually. (laughs) I do have a dog. I don't know. That would be my concern. Yeah, I got. Guess I got to think about the dog and his needs. <laughs> Just a little bit. Rather than just the inconvenience. I mean, I I could leave the backyard grassy. I mean, that's cause fair. Because that, that's where he goes. Like that's his space. That's that's his. You still got to mow the back though. Well, then I can pay someone to do it, and it's cheaper because it's less grass. That's fair. You make a good argument. Yes. So I won that debate. <laughs> Didn't even know it was a debate, but I won. There's the Capricorn in me coming out yet again. Oh, no. You better not have broken on here. Yeah, it's... I I have to turn everything into an argument. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to win. Um... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I can do that too sometimes if it's about certain things, I guess. I guess I wouldn't say everything, but. Like what? Just stuff that I know that I know, you know, uh, certain things about computers, about, you know, my job or my jobs in the past. Um, I really don't like being told what to do by people who don't know what they're talking about. 
Because I immediately, I immediately call them out, and I'd be like, "Oh, oh, is that so? What's the part that connects to this one? Oh, this would be better than that." Like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> like, you have no idea what you're talking about. One thing that bothers me so much as a woman that works in manufacturing is that most of the time, people don't take what I say as fact. Yeah, I I can definitely see that, especially in the type of town that we live in. Right. Like I will I will get asked at work by a man about like I work in quality. So like he'll ask me like a quality question like, oh, how does this look? And I, I'll tell him and then he'll turn around and go ask someone else. Like, what was the point of even asking me if you were just going to waste my time? Yeah, exactly. Like waste my time, your time and like not even consider what I was saying. Like, why even ask at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Or <laughs> asses. Yeah, it's it's really the worst industry to be in as a woman. <laughs> but you yeah. know, it pays well. I can imagine that it would. I would hope so. Because I mean, I I can afford my house. <laughs> Thank God. It's bigger than my house, so I mean, yeah, I would I would assume so. I'm glad because I love my house. It's pretty. Seriously, the, the front door is something pink. else. Yeah, the front door is pink. So, <laughs> and I mean, I feel like it gives it like a very personal touch to me, and like I feel like I'm picking up a lot of stuff that's pink. I don't know yeah, what it I is. Would, but... uh, I would agree, considering what's going to happen Tuesday. So I'm <laughs> dyeing my hair pink on Tuesday, <laughs> and I'm uh, kind of changing up like my interior design of my car to pink so i have those coasters that sit in the cup holders i'm gonna get pink ones and i have a pink charger that's like in my car and i think i'm gonna get seat covers that are pink oh no and i'm going to switch to a new service plan so i can get off of the service plan i'm on with my ex and um the reason i'm picking that option instead of just sticking with the one i have is that I can get the iPhone 13, which comes in pink. Pink. <laughs> I felt that coming. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know. Pink has become my color. I started decorating my room with pink. It's like pink and like mint green. Maybe it's just because you're happy. Oh, I don't know how that would look together. It actually <laughs> looks really good because they work. I would have to see it, I think. But also, I'm, I'm a guy, sure so I mean... Pictures. I'm pretty sure I've sent you pictures. I don't know about that. I'll double-check, but I'm not sure. But I'm I, almost I'm, 100% sure. I'm a guy, so that stuff doesn't really, like... Well, that just kind of explains itself. I'm a guy, so... So, um, what color are the sheets on your bed? Um, my My actual sheets or my bed cover? Or, like, my blanket, I guess I should say. Both. Um, so my sheets right now are white because that's the only ones I have after okay. my fiance left. I want to get new ones. Um, but then my, I'm trying to think. My blanket is black and white. Yeah, it's got like stripes of white through it. Okay, so what color sheets are you thinking about getting? Um, I'll probably like um. I'm thinking of like a blue or maybe orange or something. something and there you have it. I read <laughs> something somewhere that like every man has 
black or blue sheets on his bed. I feel like you're profiling me. I am definitely <laughs> profiling you. I, I feel like I call you out a lot. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it is what it is. I you can't help it. I you out on how you say that's fair all the time. <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, kind of a catchphrase, isn't it? I, I don't really... I say it a lot because that I don't know if it's just I don't have a response or if I'm just I think most of the time it's because I'm processing my brain it's scattered so I'm trying to process what's going on <laughs> at all times it's sensory overload but that makes sense uh, I would like to have like purple sheets but I feel like that's I just can't find stuff to match because my it's hard A I'm not very good with that kind of stuff I need I need a, well, maybe a friend named Olivia can come and help me uh, to, I'm like, trying. To, to, like, I need color in my house. I don't really like the color of the walls in my house, but I didn't feel like painting because it was already done when I moved in. But it's kind of hard to match stuff with the color. It's because it's almost like a cream, but brown and say, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like you could probably do with some color in your house. Yeah, I mean, I have a rusty orange couch. I mean, that, that could that was given like to me. I love that couch, by the way. It is my. It is so different to everything that I have in my house. I absolutely love that couch. It's literally like a rusty red orange color. It's great. I love it. You can work with that. That that could work. No, I I, I would hope okay, so because I love hear it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Navy blue or teal pillows on the couch? I don't know about navy blue. I wore a lot of navy blue for I, my last okay. job. Technically, I have not seen your couch, so I can't really fully judge. But I feel like a teal would go really well because it's a contrasting color with orange. Yeah, I, I would probably, I could probably go for the teal, but I don't know. Navy, uh, navy blue, I, it kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I used to work in uh, healthcare at a dialysis center, and all of our scrubs had to be uh, navy blue. And I hated it after a while because it looks... It's not a slim-fitting color. Let's just... Really? Navy blue is like a dark color, so it's like... No, nah, it, wasn't, it wasn't good for me. It's not a good color for me, I don't think. On you. Yeah. I guess with my coloring, like colors like navy blue and black work but it doesn't work for everybody black works for me but not the navy blue i feel like um, black works for everybody yeah you're probably right i wear a lot of dark I wear a lot of darker colors a lot of um um like army greens and browns and different things like that i've never been in the military, but that's the kind of stuff I like. I like buying clothes from veteran-owned companies, so a lot of times it's like greens and browns. That makes sense. Honestly, um, I was trying to add a lot of color to my wardrobe, so I was wearing like a lot of like white and blue, and I I did kind of get into like the army green color, like that like very naturey, earthy green. Mm -hmm. I love it, but I'm steering towards wearing black a lot again thanks for joining me this was lose my number please tune in next week